Introverts unite, then retreat into a quiet room, alone. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the How to Life podcast. This is the show that helps you figure some stuff out in adulthood and hopefully take some of the fear out of adulting. I'm Dr. Laura Jaggett, and this is episode 52. I really like today's topic. It is all about introverts. We're going to talk about the special strengths that introverts often possess and how to use those strengths to your advantage, both personally and in business, especially online. Online businesses offer a unique opportunity for introverts to really thrive. I'm speaking with Kim Beasley, the introverted entrepreneur whisperer. She has a whole coaching practice geared toward helping this personality type succeed and thrive in the online business world. This topic really hits home for me because I am an introvert. I used to think I was just shy or insecure or awkward, but that was only because I didn't know that I could leverage my personality in my own way and on my own terms. Kim is going to tell us how to do that. My desire for this episode is to awaken the introvert or define this personality if needed and empower this personality type. We have superpowers, and I hope to help you discover them. And for anyone who has an introvert in their lives, here's some information to help you understand how they work and how to honor their needs. Hello, Kim Beasley. Welcome to the How to Life podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I'm ready to share. Yeah, this is an amazing topic because it's near and dear to my heart. It's about being an introvert and how you can succeed as one. I am an introvert. I didn't know that for a long time, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So before we get into it, would you please just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? I am Kim Beasley. I consider myself the introvert entrepreneur whisperer. I coach introvert entrepreneurs how to grow their business online using WordPress, social media, and podcasting. I love uh, sharing my knowledge. And yes, I am an introvert. I know that some people go, you introvert? Nah, I am more of what is called an ambivert, which is a mixture of introvert and extrovert. So I'm about 80, 90% introvert. And the rest, I would say I am extrovert. Before we delve further into that, would you just define what an introvert is according to your definition? So the misnomer is that introverts are quiet, shy, and they don't want to talk to anyone. Occasionally, yes, but that does not define us. An introvert is someone who does not take the extra step to be heard, to be seen, and who uh, chooses to spend a lot of time alone, who chooses to uh, spend time self-assessing, who chooses to uh, not get in the middle of a crowd and be seen. And so I, I wanna make sure that was clarified in the beginning. I like that definition. I don't think that the word choice is ever kind of thrown in when talking about introverts or extroverts. But yes, it is a choice. 
I prefer to be alone. I do very well in social settings, but if I had a choice, I'd rather just stay home by myself or with just a couple of people and keep it really tight and intimate. When did you discover that you were an introvert? Um, I knew I was different. So growing up, I used to get in trouble for talking a lot in class. And, that, and, and, and so people who know me growing up, they go, she's not an introvert. When I, was, when I wasn't around people, I had a book in hand, off in a corner reading. I was alone, choosing to not inter- engage and interact and be seen. I could do that, but my preference was to just get a book, get in a corner, and read. So I think I knew... I was an introvert at a young age, but I just didn't know what it was called. So it's a spectrum because you were a little bit more in the middle. I would say when I was younger, I was way more on the quiet side. So introverts out there or extroverts, it's a Mm -hmm. spectrum. And by the way, you can change. Have you found that you have changed over the years? When I was younger, I was probably about 60, 40, 50, 50 more extrovert. But as I grew older... I had that tendency to go, I do not have to be in the spotlight. I do not have to be seen. So uh, like, for instance, when we all had to start working from home, I had no problem. (laughs) Simply because I've been doing this since 2005, working from home. And to me, as an introvert, not having to be seen, not having to be in the spotlight, not having to turn it on to function in a group became more important for me to be my true self. Uh, That's an interesting perspective. I think when I was younger, I was more like 80% introvert, 20% extrovert. I really struggled on that 20%. And as I've gotten older, and I have put myself in this arena where I am a voice online, I'm about 50-50 now, I'd say. (laughs) This podcast is geared towards the introvert. Maybe I'll do another one about extroverts another time, but I want to talk to the introverts. What are the strengths of being an introvert? Funny you should say that (laughs) because I wrote a blog post that talks about the seven superpowers of an introvert. Introverts are good listeners. Introverts are comfortable with solitude, which is very important. Uh, We lead by example. We're open and flexible. When it comes to emotions, we are very stable in the sense of if something happens, we can stay in control easier. Uh, We're powerful and influential, and we are creative solution finders. I like that last one. Will you uh, talk a little bit more about creative solution finder? What does that mean? That means... When we're in a group and we need to find a solution to an issue or uh, a strategy that we usually sit back and listen to everybody and we take the thoughts of everybody and we bring it all together into a creative solution. I, I love being a good listener and just listening to all the ideals. Yes, sometimes I do kind of jump in every once in a while with maybe a topic change to guide the discussion. However, I like to sit back and and listen to what's going on. So you are 
an entrepreneurial coach for entrepreneurial introverts. You took your strengths as an introvert and you now teach others how to do that. Will you tell us a little bit about your business and what you do? So it took me many years before I realized who my target buyer is, my target customer. I have two sides to my business. I have entrepreneur and then I have corporate. My corporate side has been very successful. Entrepreneur side, up and down. I never could pinpoint um, the right entrepreneurs I wanted to work with. Uh, back in like 2018, 2019, I came to the realization that my two favorite customers are both introvert entrepreneurs. And I was like, I love working with them. They love working with me. Maybe there's something to this. And so I started refining my outreach to where now I have a training hub that I'm gearing specifically towards introvert entrepreneurs so that I can teach them how to use WordPress, social media, and podcasting to grow their visibility online. Did your trades as an introvert sort of lead you into that world of WordPress and social media where you don't need to be out on stage? You can do all of these things behind the scenes and then present it to the world. Interesting that you would say that. I landed a weekly news segment and I had to write the content, uh, the questions that the newscaster would ask me. So I pretty much produced a two and a half minute news segment for two and a half years. And as an introvert, <laughs> I can tell you, even though uh, when the lights went on, I was like on. Before I went on, I was nervous. Just because I was doing it does not mean I wasn't scared. I did it and pushed past my fear. And that's one of the things I want to teach introvert entrepreneurs to overcome the fear of being seen or being heard online, podcasting, having a website, using social media. Those are ways that you can grow your business online. You don't have to show your face. You can just be heard. Do you think that's the fear people looking at you? Whereas when you're podcasting, no one can see you. It makes it easier. <laughs> I think that is a fear uh, with introverts. And I try to communicate that it's okay. If you don't want to be seen, you can just be heard. If you make a mistake, don't do it live. If you're afraid of making a mistake, record it. You can always edit out any mistakes you make. That has been what's happened with me. I was a chiropractor before I was doing this. And for many years, even having to go into the room to meet a new patient for the first time was really quite terrifying. For several years, I would be nervous. I'd have to turn it on, as you say. And then towards the end, it just got easier because I did it so much. Then when I went into this, which is completely new to me, yes, the fears of not being able to do it as well as I want to do it. Is there a little bit of perfectionism with being introvert as well, do you think? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I think yeah. that introverts, it's not that we are procrastinators. We are perfectionists. Yes. And, and so, sometimes that's a wall that we have to break down because we want it so perfect 
before we put it out there for people to see or people to hear. But what I've come to realize, it doesn't have to be perfect. You just got to make sure that you are communicating what people want to hear. So if you are coaching an introvert who is a little on the perfectionist side, let's say, what would you say to them to help them get through it? There is something on the inside of you that needs to come out because there's someone out there who needs to hear it. Beautifully said. And they're going to hear it. They are not going to judge you if you hesitate or stumble or even if it doesn't come out as perfectly as you think. I don't know if you've had this experience, Kim, but for me, putting out content, especially in the very beginning, was a struggle. And after I did it, and I spent a lot of time on it because I was editing and rewriting and re-recording, I finally just put it out. And then I couldn't listen to it for several <laughs> weeks. When I go back and listen to it, you know, when you're removed from the stress of it, you're like, oh, that that turned out pretty well. That was good. And when you see that you do that over and over again, you start getting confidence that, yeah, even though at the moment it may feel like it's garbage, it's not garbage. It's going to turn out just fine. Oh, yes. As I said, introverts are perfectionists. And sometimes our holdup is that we want it to be so perfect that there are no mistakes. It's okay. You can always re-record it and re-upload it. You can fix it. Everything is fixable. I will teach you so that you can do it yourself. And those are the type of uh, introvert entrepreneurs I like to coach. Those who want to take control but don't know how. I teach them WordPress. I have like a whole WordPress training. I uh, teach them podcasting, how to get started. And I teach them social media, how to engage on social media so that you can make those right connections that can help you grow your business online. When I was in my 20s, even though I had a career, getting past that fear of having to talk with people or not being good enough was very real. And I didn't realize that there were certain things I could do to sort of fortify myself. Can you give us some tips on how to honor your introverted self so that you can put your best self forward? First of all, and foremost, be true to yourself. What does that mean? That means don't try to fake it to make it. Don't try to be like everybody else. Yes, sometimes you got to step out of your comfort zone, which is all about growing. However, you do what works for you. You need to look at not just your comfort zone, but what can you do but will push you to the point of growing to the next level. Case in point, when I was in my 20s, I was all into corporate America. However, let me back up a little bit. I took a test when I was in high school that said I would never, ever fit into a nine to five job. But I was pressing in because everybody else was working nine to five. Everybody else had a corporate job or some kind of job they went to. And uh, when I was in my 30s, I came to the realization I needed to be true to myself. And that meant striking out on my own. So I moved from corporate America and I had a really good corporate job. What I came to realize as an introvert entrepreneur is that I'm different from other people. 
and I got to be true to myself. Around 2005, after I got my MBA in e-business, I took my, uh, my thesis that I wrote for my MBA and I converted that into the business that I'm still running to this day. Is there anything you do to recharge as an introvert? Because sometimes oh. we, get, we get maxed out. Too yes. much interaction, too much stimulation. What do you mm-hmm. do to reset? I listen to my body. If my body tells me to go take a nap, I take a nap. If my body says, Kim, you're not working this weekend. Or Kim, you're not going to start your day at 8 o'clock. You're going to start your day at 10 o'clock. I have all my customers trained to where they know, don't call Kim before 10 a.m. I have my friends trained, don't call Kim after 9 p.m. Because as an introvert, I had to set these boundaries. If we don't set those boundaries, the walls will start closing in. And we'll start getting overwhelmed, frustrated. Take your me time. Take your me time. If you have to know yourself before you can set those boundaries. So if you're new in life, if you're younger, start tuning into your body. Start tuning into your emotions. What's going on when you get flustered and work around that. And introverts, if you need to go into your room and close the door, just tell your family that. I love you, but I need a timeout and enjoy it and recharge. Oh, yes. My family knows and and my clients know Friday afternoon to Monday morning is Kim me time. So nothing gets done from Friday afternoon until Monday afternoon. I either take that time and recharge where I'll do no, no work or whatever, or I'll take that time and work on my business. So it's it's a choice that you have to make to schedule time that allows you to recharge because if you're not recharging as an introvert, you are just harming yourself because introverts, that's our big thing. We have to recharge. We got to have that time where we're not around anybody because if we don't, we will burn out. So true. This is great information, Kim, and I appreciate you giving us your insight and, and your experience as well. How can people find you? People can find me at KimBeasley.com. And I actually have a community that they can join free of charge community.KimBeasley.com. And uh, obviously you can find me on social media. Just look for Kim Beasley. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, encouraging all the introverts out there. We need a voice. This is an important podcast to help people find their power. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoy talking about introvert entrepreneurs. That's my fun thing. And I appreciate you inviting me on the show. Did you know all that about introverts? Or maybe did you just discover that you are an introvert? I hope you paid close attention to the part about recharging. We absolutely need to recharge. It's crucial and necessary for us. Family and friends, it's not a sign of rejection if we leave and go into solitude for several hours slash days. It's fun for us. We enjoy it. And you're going to enjoy us much more if you allow us to take that time. For those feeling a little left out, don't worry. I'm going to do another show in the future about extroverts. It's important to recognize aspects about ourselves and work with those attributes instead of against them. 
For more information about Kim Beasley, go to kimbeasley.com. You can learn more about her, ask her questions about entrepreneurship or introversion, access the podcast, and much more. I'll put the links in my show notes for this episode at howtolife.com slash 052. As always, thanks for listening in today. I appreciate your support for this podcast and for my YouTube channel. You can find them both at How to Life, Dr. Laura Jaggett, or to make it easier, you can access all of my content on my website, howtolife.com. And before you sign off, please hit the five-star rating button if you loved this episode. That's all for now. I'm wishing you a fun-filled rest of the week. Be true to yourself and make sure you give yourself the nourishment you require in order to be your best self. Take care, everyone. Keep up the good work. You are doing so well. You got this.